Welcome to Stories from the Midland, a collection of historic tales from Teller County and the surrounding areas. In today's episode, we're going to look back at a time when there were ski resorts in the Pikes Peak region. This episode was written by Trevor Phipps and is being presented for you by Tommy Allen. Even though Colorado is probably most well-known for its winter skiing options, the Ute Pass region currently does not have any ski resorts. Those wishing to hit the slopes once the snow starts to fly usually are forced to make their way west to the state's high mountain country. However, after doing a little historic research, people can find that this was not always the case. Woodland Park and the surrounding areas were once the home of a couple of ski resorts, but they did not seem to last very long. According to Team Telecycle owner Paul Magnuson, cross-country skiing used to be popular in the area in the 1980s and when his store first opened, it sold cross-country skiing equipment as its main product line. But Magnuson said that as the years went by, the region started seeing less and less snowfall numbers, nearly killing the once popular pastime. Back in the year 2000, Kim Carcel and Kim Long with the Teller County Division of Parks put together a research report entitled History and Mysteries of Catamount Open Space. In the report, the authors tell the story of the Silver Spruce Ski Club that was most notably the first ski resort in the Pikes Peak region. According to the report, the ski club was founded by three Colorado Springs residents, Clarence Coyle, Doug Schaefer, and John Fowler in 1929. The club leased land from the Silver Spruce Ranch, which was located south and west of the historic town of Edlow, located west of Woodland Park. The ski club founders then spent the summer of 1929 clearing the hillside for their runs, and they built their first run with a jump on the top of the hill and then named it Suicide Hill for its steep descent into Suicide Gulch. During the next summer, the club members then got assistance from Spencer Penrose when he loaned the club bulldozers and rock drilling equipment to clear the club's second run. Once the second run was up and running, the club grew in popularity to the point where the club was holding competitions for ski jumping competitors from around the state. A Gazette Telegraph article written in 1968 states the best jumping hill in the state was Steamboat Springs, but the Silver Spruce jumps were big enough for leaps of well over 100 feet. But during the 1930s, the area started noticeably seeing less amounts of snow during the winter. Although the snow was considerably deeper in those days in Ute Pass, there was still times when a thaw would leave the club without good coverage on the hill. The Gazette Telegraph article reported, then they would find a shaded area where the snow hadn't melted and proceed to haul it up the slope in any kind of available containers. It was a back-breaking, day-long task, but in their estimation, worth it for the fun they got out of skiing. The Silver Spruce Ski Club was then made famous when they developed a tow rope system powered by a car engine that was known to be the first west of the Mississippi. In 1936, the tow rope system was implemented on the slopes of Pikes Peak, and by the late 1930s, the club moved all of its operations to Pikes Peak and stopped using the slopes in Woodland Park. 
In 2018, YouTuber Derelict Doug produced a video telling the story of the Silver Spruce Ski Club. The video claims that an abandoned building located just east of Walmart in Woodland Park was once the warming lodge for the ski club and that many of the club runs sat on the hillside above it. Holiday Hill Subdivision once had a ski area. As the Catamount Ranch Research Report states, Harlan Nimrod first moved to an area west of Woodland Park and started building a subdivision called Holiday Hills. In 1963, Nimrod decided to build a ski area on his property for his two sons. Once the ski area was built, Nimrod then opened it up to the public on Saturdays and Sundays. The ski area stayed open for 10 years and it saw around 400 to 500 skiers every weekend. The ski area then shut down in 1973 when Nimrod's sons grew up and left home. Mr. Nimrod had ski instructors and cadets bust from the Air Force Academy and also had the National Park Ski... Oh. Boo, boo, boo. Mr. Nimrod had ski instructors and cadets bust there from the Air Force Academy and also had the National Ski Patrol there. The author stated in History and Mysteries of Catamount Open Space, There was an A-frame house in the area which sold hot dogs and chili. Nimrod's two sons ran the tow ropes consisting of one J-bar and three rope toes dropping skiers off to a choice of five runs, the longest of which was 2,600 feet. Thank you for listening. This is Tommy Allen, and on behalf of Trevor Phipps, have a great day. And if you find yourself skiing and suddenly you find rocks underfoot, you may be on Pike's Peak. We look forward to having you join us next time for more Stories from the Midland. Mr. Nimrod had ski instructors and cassette... cassettes. Ah!